that's how I was raised by strong women. And, you know, I have been surrounded by nothing but strong women. What I'm doing this month is recognizing and announcing them on my social media, all the way between, you know, my mentors, my past bosses, and to see how I have grown so much because of that mentorship. And they took me in, they trusted, they gave me that chance. What's up, babe? Welcome to Boldly Courageous, a podcast created for you, the ambitious woman who is ready to take action and step fully into the life you've always dreamed of. I'm your host, Melissa Martin, and each week I will be your virtual wingwoman as you gain the tools and confidence to face your fears head on. The time is now, and this is your permission slip to live your boldly courageous life. Are you ready, babe? Let's do this. Welcome back to the Boldly Courageous podcast. And my guest today is a woman that I've had the pleasure of watching evolve over the past, gosh, I don't even know, at least five years. Brittany and I met through a network marketing company that we are a part of. And she's like one of those women where when I met her, I was like, oh, you're here. I feel like I've known you my whole life. I was immediately drawn to her light and just her brightness and her energy. And even though Um, We weren't on the same team together. Like we didn't work directly together. I knew that I wanted to partner with this woman in any way possible. And over the years, I have seen her continually step further into her purpose, become one of the most powerful champions of women and women's empowerment that I've known. And, you know, it's interesting because in this episode, we talk a little bit about if you, you know, we share, we talk about like, if you knew what really went on behind the scenes of someone growing a business or growing a brand, you might think a little bit differently about what it actually takes. And I have been witness to this woman taking arrow after arrow after arrow in her back of friends backstabbing her or people gossiping or local businesses trying to tear her down. And the one thing that this woman always does constantly is just lead with love. And she's such a champion for people in the community. She's a champion for women. She is just an incredible light in this world. And I knew when it was International Women's Day that she was the exact person that I wanted to have on the podcast. So my guest today is Brittany Burnham. And as a former Division I athlete and the youngest female athletic director in New York State, the tangible and intangible skills acquired seamlessly transitioned to Brittany creating Hit It With Brit in Albany, New York. Brittany's personal transformation, physical and mental, and especially her struggles as a single mom were the motivation for her to take big risks, sacrifice, and commit to inspiring others. Brittany has always worn many hats and balancing the mompreneur life is one that challenges her to grow and give more to her community every single day. Five years later, and in the midst of COVID and all the gyms across upstate New York or the entire state shutting down, Brittany decided to take the biggest risk and rebrand of her career, changing her business and brand from Hit It With Brit to Power Performance Wellness and Recovery. And she says in her bio, thank you to my catalyst, Melissa Martin, because her and I had a beautiful conversation about this and she decided to take the leap and go all in. So in this episode, you are going to hear about what it looks like to take action despite of fear and how every single road bump isn't a stop sign. Brittany is so 
motivated and inspired to help women see that just because you are facing a setback doesn't mean that it's a failure. And she talks a lot about co-parenting. She talks about what it looks like to be a powerful woman in a relationship. And most importantly, what her wish is for women all across the world as we celebrate International Women's Day. So I hope that you love this episode as much as I do. Let's dive in to my conversation with Brittany. Brittany, my homegirl, my sister from another mister, like I fucking cannot wait for this conversation. So we've been chatting for like an hour before we even hit record because we needed to catch up, but my uh, teeth already hurt right now. I know (laughs) what I love about you so much. And our connection is that like, we can go months without talking and then we just like drop right in. And you are such a advocate for women on in so many ways you live it, you breathe it you earn it, you promote it, like you are all about it inside and out. One of the most realist, most authentic, badass boss babe women I know. I love you. And I'm so grateful for you being here. Oh, thank you. I love you so much. I'm so excited. I really am. I just cannot wait to, we, we could honestly do this for hours. Like all mm-hmm. the time. Yes. For hours. Time. <laughs> okay. So I gotta know what's one boldly courageous thing you've done recently. Ooh, well, I was going to say I rebranded my business from Hit It With Brit to Power, but last night, you know what I did? I fixed my motherfucking toilet and I felt so <laughs> good. Let me tell you, I was so hyped last night because two nights ago, we had a gas leak in our house with four kids. Yep. And we almost had to get out of the house. And then last night, our toilet broke. And... um let me tell you, I just took it upon myself. I said to Joe last night, I said, who needs a motherfucking man? I got this done myself. <laughs> he was cooking in the kitchen and I fixed that toilet and I had to, I was in Lowe's at nine o'clock last night. So yeah, but honestly, really it's, it's the rebrand mm. that has been a huge, huge, um, just transition and risk during this time with the gyms. Yeah. But I mean, fixing the toilet, which is like a shit situation, right? Like what a parallel. Can we just talk about how this is such a cool parallel, right? Like you were literally in a shitty situation with your toilet and you like had to figure it out, right? You had to take accountability for the situation that you were in. You didn't wait around for somebody else to fix it. You went and you got it done and, and you feel so much more confident and empowered in yourself. And that's exactly, you were handed a shit fucking situation with New York state and all the regulations around COVID and like, you know, as a gym owner and a business owner, and you turned, you turned it into something amazing. So for those Mm. that maybe aren't familiar with your story, can you share a little bit about, you know, hit it with grit and what you've transitioned into now? Yes, it's been five years this August. And with the shutdown, we, uh, you know, from, you know, we were from New York State of all the states, we were one of three states shut down the longest. Uh, We were able to open up August 24th. And um, that's when you and I went to dinner in October. And I had this rebrand idea back in December of 2019. We you know, changed our logo and we were about to change into, you know, move into another location. And that was put on hold, you know, COVID what, you know, why not? Let's just, it's on the back burner. We got to figure some other shit out. And then it was one of those things that let's just do it. We need to create some momentum. That's what you said to me, just fucking do it. Why are you waiting? So two months, my, my uh, gym manager, our general manager and myself just really dug deep and 
recreated, you know, just every, every, I would say everything, a lot of stuff is still the same, but you know, we had to get our team on board. We switched some formatting. I couldn't, I couldn't tell you that that day on on New Year's Eve, how we had classes in the morning and then we had all these vendors come in. It was crazy. And then take down the signs, do this, all the stickers. And, and then the announcement was that night. So it was, it was a lot, it was a lot of hustle and grind. And what do you think has been the biggest lesson in all of that? Really? It just patience and, and, you know, fight. It's, I always, I've, I've always said this, you know, when, the, when a hardship comes or when struggle happens, it's only a speed bump. It's not a stop sign. I've said this before, just from you know past experiences. And I, I owe it to my past experiences. I, I give credit to my past struggles because if I didn't have those, I wouldn't been able to grind and lead like, like I have just in the past year, especially the past six months. Mm. Amen to that. I wrote that down. That struggles are a speed bump, not a stop sign. That's like a quotable. You should throw that up on your Instagram or get that as like a tattoo, right? Because it is true. Like you've been through some stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And I love, I love that perspective because I think sometimes when we're in the moment of life happening and not going the way that we want, we can feel really frustrated. We can feel disempowered. Like, why is this happening to me? But, you know, when you've lived through some hardship, you recognize that, okay, this is like the next speed bump for me to get over. And so it's going to be hard to gain that momentum. But once I get to the top and I figure it out, it's like, we're going to be like coasting on the other side of that. So when you reflect back, obviously your entire life, you've been preparing for this moment because Mm -hmm. every setback leads to, you know, the next thing. Right. Setbacks (laughs) lead to the comeback. So you've been preparing for this moment. So when you reflect back on all of these speed bumps that you've gone through, what do you think is the one that's been the most like pivotal in helping you get to where you are now, like really setting you up for success? Like what was the setback that Mm -hmm. set you up for the ultimate success in your life? Honestly, between all of them, the first thing that comes to my mind was being in my abusive relationship and then becoming a single mother and starting the business. So that all happened within a couple months and making that decision for my child. I found my purpose. That was the time when I ultimately felt it. What was the best thing for my baby? And that was, I look back on that and of that experience and I think, wow, you know, if I could overcome this and become successful in a matter of a year with my business, then I can, I can do anything really. Mm-hmm. So whenever there is struggle and I'm like, instead of asking, why is this happening? Why is this happening where I've done that? And I still do sometimes, but I really have to shift my perspective and my mindset and really say, you know, what is this doing for me? And mm-hmm. that has been one of the I would say just working on the personal development piece, especially in this past year with the pandemic and trying to, you know, teach my children that my community, that my team, that, yeah. It's so good. And it's like in those moments, you feel like how, how, like you can't really connect the dots. I think this is a Steve jobs quote, right? You can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect the dots looking back and you can say, wow, like if I hadn't gone through that, or if that hadn't happened, would I still be there or here? And you, I mean, you can never know, right? 
Mm, yeah. It's no. so impossible to know. So yeah. something that I know is really important to you because of the relationship that you were, that you went through and, you know, your affiliation with college sports and athletics and being an athlete yourself, your, your like ethos is women's empowerment, right? Mm-hmm. So can yeah. you talk a little bit about why that's so important to you? And I want to know, number one, why is that so important to you? And number two, like, where is the opportunity for women right now when it comes to empowerment? Like how can women be showing up even more? Oh my goodness. So first question was why it's so important to me. I come from a very big family of women and it's, it's actually kind of, I say it's kind of funny, but it's not. And where of, my mom has five sisters and my grandmother was a single parent because my grandfather died when my mom was 20. So my mom, you know, raised her all of her siblings the youngest one was six and my grandmother was a nurse so she was our matriarch and then when I you know just our family is so tight and that was what I've known just seeing these powerful strong women and I say that it's not funny but all of these women I'd say out of the five four have been divorced and they've overcome all the struggles that they they that they experienced. So to see that at such a young age, and you know, my aunts were my aunts were so inspiring to me, and so was my mother, and my you know, even my my parents. So my mother has overcome. You know, they, my mom was the last of all of them to get divorced, and, and that's when I was twenty two. So to see how my mother overcame so much hardship, uh, that was just really. Uh, it was, it was tough to see all these beautiful, strong, independent women struggle. And it's no disrespect on men. It was when it was more so, yes, we are a different breed and we can overcome and we can, we can do anything. And I've seen how, where they are now. So happy. All of them had to learn and grow in a different way. And it's, and now with all these resources, it's, it's different now. You know, my, you know, my, my mother, my grandmother, they didn't have the support or the empowerment or the, you know, the podcast and the resources, they had each other. So that's why they are so strong because they supported one another. So just that's, that was their community. Yeah. So now when my whole life growing up on, you know, being a part of a a team, every single sport, that was my, that was my support system, being a part of a team. So being an athlete, that's all I knew. So when I was, uh, when I started the business, I was 30, 31 years old uh, I was at a point where I'm missing my my support system. I'm missing my squad. I want to be part of a team again. And what better way is to start my own team? And that's a business, you know? So yeah, then that's where it all came. So what? how can we empower? It's finding that community, finding your, your, your circle to lean on. And that has been just the most, oh gosh, encouraging and also grateful experience of experiences that in the past couple of years of finding just that, that circle again. Yeah. Yeah. It's a non-negotiable, right? Especially when you're going through a hard time, like who do you lean on? And I think as women, sometimes we can feel uh, misunderstood or we can feel isolated, especially now, like it's even harder to find these like-minded women. And I have conversations all the time with, with women that I'm either coaching, they're in my communities or on social media. And they're like, they see the connections that you and I have, you know, they see the friendships, they see the community and there's like a little bit of FOMO there or a little bit of sadness or jealousy of like, I want that in my life. Right. And so 
I guess for the woman that's listening to this, that is feeling that way, like I don't have these amazing supportive women in my life, or I've been backstabbed by women. And I know we, you and I could go down a rabbit hole on how we've been backstabbed <laughs> by women. Right. And a little bit jaded, right. A little bit closed off. So maybe for that woman, that's like listening right now and feeling like, Oh man, I want what she has. Like, I want to build a community. I want to, I want to build a squad. Mm-hmm. What would you say to her? Like what words of advice or wisdom or support would you say to somebody who maybe is feeling like I don't have a tribe and I'm really looking for support from other women? Well, the first thing that I, I commend women when they reach out to me and ask those questions or say that I reaching out is one of the hardest things, but I say, I'm so proud of you for even reaching out to me. Some people, you know, people are like, I know you're busy. I know you're busy. Yes, I'm busy, but I will still read your message. And if I don't get back to you in 24, 48 hours, I'm still going to say, I'm so glad you reached out, out to me and thank you so much. Here's, you know, if, if maybe joining, joining, um, you know, I get a lot of people who reach out and say to join their um, networking company. And I said, and again, you know, that's, that's part of a community. There's so many of those out there. And it, just doing that is the hardest step, I think, is finding what area that you want to be in. What's going to make you happy? Where's your passion? So first find your passion. And then, you know, I look at you, Melissa, I look at you when you're, when you're on your, oh my gosh, what trip was it when you were in Mexico? Tulum. Oh, Tulum. Mexico. Like, oh, trip. Oh my God. <laughs> I have FOMO. I want to be with some girls. And, and listen, like you're really tight circle who knows everything about you. It becomes smaller as you get older. And I'm okay with that. It's my sister, my cousin, my, and my two best friends. And, mm-hmm. and we have our once a year, you know, trip. And that's it. it just finding that and those ones that you can trust, the loyalty. It, it is hard. Yes, we've been burned. And, you know, we learn our lesson through it. And it's, you know, there's no animosity or hate or I never get angry. It's one of those things like, it's okay. And this is this is life. It's part of life. But finding your community, yeah. I, I would say first, like, what makes you feel good? What is your passion? And then, you know, people like you, oh my goodness. Like how many people, how many people say that to you, Melissa? <laughs> and then you give them, a, you give them advice on trying to find that, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot. And I think you have to go through it first though. I feel like it's a rite yeah. of passage for every person, man or mm-hmm. woman to go through like, like tr- trials and tribulations are the way through to the lesson, right? Like you were saying mm-hmm. before, like without the speed bump, we would never know what it feels like to get that downhill, you know, mm-hmm. to get that momentum and get that feeling of like euphoria and, yeah, I look, I look now at every person that comes in my life as a teacher. And I mean, you know, you and I have had some really powerful teachable moments around alignment with women. And ultimately, anytime you and I have been bullied, um, whether it's been online or in person or behind our backs, what how I've received it. And I think a lot of powerful women can relate to this is that sometimes your light being so bright triggers the um, insecurities within other people. And so for women that maybe have been bullied or, you know, have been the subject of gossip or whatever, I, my, I guess my, my invitation to you would be to, to, to look at the source and know that it's actually, your light is so bright yeah. that it can, it can sometimes make other people feel triggered, you know, yeah. and no, that's how you know you're on the right path, right? Yes. No, I appreciate you saying that. That was, the hardest, one of the hardest experiences I've ever dealt with in this past year was what happened over social media and being bullied. You know, my heart was hurting. Like I just, 
I've never felt that type of pain. I've had so many types of pain, but to, to be, oh, to feel attacked in something that was so false, you know, is, is, is a struggle. And I could really relate to a lot of people that now, you know, and that's, and that's the thing is that's what happens with women. And we gravitate, gravitate toward one another. We can, when we relate to others and we can resonate with our feeling like, yes. And that's how the conversation starts, right? That's where the communication opens up. And it's a boom, and we just keep going and keep going. It's it's beautiful. It really mm. is how it works. So I'm I'm appreciate I appreciate that I got to experience that. To be honest with you, right. Yeah. And now it's a point of reference for you to empower other women when they're going through mm-hmm. their own struggle. Like sometimes the gift is in the opportunity to then go teach and allow other women to feel supported by you because you've been through some shit. You can actually help them navigate through some mm-hmm. shit as well, right? So you mentioned communication, and I want to talk about um, being a powerful woman in relationships because we talk about this all the time. Like you're an alpha female, I'm an alpha. You know, we're so focus on our careers and allowing our light to shine in this big mission. And, you know, I've, I've had the opportunity to witness you in your zone of genius and it is magnetic, right? You have a big light, you have a big voice, like you have a big mission and women look up to you in such a massive, massive way. So I'm curious if you're willing to kind of go there a little bit, like you are Mm -hmm. in such a beautiful partnership. Um, you have an incredibly supportive man who's also in his own right, a total alpha. So how, for the women listening that identify as alpha and powerhouse, what advice would you give them for co-creating in a, you know, a relationship that feels supportive? Oof. (laughs) Well, let me tell you, I was not open to it. I'll tell you four, three years ago, I actually was not receptive to to getting into a relationship. I said it, I was saying no, no, no. And, um, this gentle giant of mine, he just had that Southern beautiful charm and, um, you know, Mm. now Southern men, I'll tell you what, (laughs) (laughs) oh, it's between the accent and just, uh, just having a treating a lady like a queen Mm -hmm. you know and trust me we have our arguments and our you know putting together a blended family is not easy I listen to blended family podcasts to get some info to be honest with you it is it's so hard uh you know and sometimes we have to figure out okay I need to step down. I need to be out of my masculine and you step in. I have to, I say, I don't, I'm the boss when I'm at work. I don't want to always be the boss. We communicate that way. And, you know, it's been, especially this past year with this transition for both of us and in our careers, I am so grateful for his patience and he's had a lot of patience and that's something that I lack. I'll be straight up. Like this is this year has taught me so much patience. Being a parent has, especially to to Bria, my baby. She's she's taught me a a whole lot. So we have really really worked at it. We're very both open to, um, you know, now we're receptive to getting help and in, in our in our counseling. You know, I, I'm very open about that. I talk about it, and. It's just, it all comes down to communication and if, and the vulnerability and, um, you know, it's something where I could say, I always say to Joe, you know, I was like, you can talk to anyone. You are so good at it. And now when we get deep in a conversation, let's, let's really, and it's been the past year that we've really, really worked at it even, even more and trying to juggle four kids and he's, he's been off the football field. So it's, 
it's been, it's, it's hard. It is not easy and but it's, it requires tons of work really. And I think the big thing that you said is a couple of things. One, it's the communication and two, it's the willingness to be vulnerable. Right. Mm-hmm. And even as a powerful woman, sometimes when I, I know I've experienced this before and you and I have talked about this is like when you are self-made and I, I say self-made with like, let me rephrase that because no one's ever really self-made. Right. But when you're self-motivated and you're self-disciplined and you're self-driven, right. And the vision is something that you champion. Sometimes it's not easy to be willing to be vulnerable and surrender to letting another person into that because you fought so hard to get to where you are, you know, like the potential for someone to like ruin that because you have a heartache you know, some, sometimes you just don't have space for that. Right. Like I'm I don't laughing have time. Because it's, I'm laughing because it's hard for me to say, I'm sorry. Sometimes like yes. so much of the time to him, like, <laughs> okay, Britt, you know, learning just the, how to say it, how to deliver it. It takes work. I'm, I'm really, I, if I, I have to be in the mood to, to be receptive of how to be a better partner how to be a better parent. And that's where I go right onto my podcast and I type in that specific topic of what I'm needing at that time. You know, 4 a.m., I'm coming to work. I know I got to grind. And it's one of those things like I'm typing motivational podcasts. Give me something like, oh, yes, yes. But then when it comes to, okay, now I'm in my mode, you know, so yeah, the communication it has to be open all the time and designating date nights. We are struggling with that. That's what I just say to you, you know, it's, we need the one-on-one. Right. We have to, we're, so we're distracted and interrupted and by our cute little crazies, it's constantly chaotic in my house, but I love it. I can't imagine not having that. It makes me laugh all the time. I you'd do be laugh. Bored. Yeah, you'd be bored I'd without be so it, bored. right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah. you have some really big goals. You have this amazing new brand that you just launched. You've rebranded your entire fitness facility in the wake of like the worst you know, financial crisis for gym owners or business owners in upstate New York. You empower women all over the, the New York area, the country, really. And okay. I mean, you do with your light and, you know, the way that you impact. But now, like, you have this new platform and this new thing that you're yes. doing um, to use your voice and inspire women all over the world. So can you talk a little bit about the podcast that you're launching, which is coming yes. out today, like today, as we are releasing this podcast Monday? It is coming out on Why? International Women's Day. I Why mean, is that so important to you? Why did you oh, choose that goodness. day? I mean, I have three girls. I have to be their role model. That's how I was raised, by strong women. And, you know, I have been surrounded by nothing but strong women. What I'm doing this month is recognizing and announcing them on my social media, all the way between, you know, my mentors, my past bosses, and to see how I have grown so much because of that mentorship. And they took me in, they trusted, they gave me that chance. So to be able to give, you know, to be able to say, you know, for example, my team, you know, I have taken many, many women, young women in their 20s, 21, 22, without any experience training. But what that is what I'm good at is seeing potential. And I love nothing but seeing, I see potential in my children. And right now I'm trying to work on that. So seeing that potential, it's one of my gifts, it's one of my strengths. And that is something that I, and that's my helping. That's how I impact and be able to make a change. And that's what I stand for. Mm. Yeah. So tell us more. What is the name of the podcast? Tell us what it's about. The first episode, give us, give us all the juicy details. 
the podcast is called The Power Podcast. It's PWR. That is our gym now, which stands for Performance Wellness Recovery. So we were formally hit it with Brit. And with the rebranding, it's all encompassing, all encompassing. There's so much more to discuss. It's not just about the workouts, not just about fitness. It is a lifestyle. So with the wellness piece, you know, we have our accountability coaches. It's about nutrition. It's about partnering with small businesses. I mean, I love nothing, but I, you know, next week on next week on the podcast, we're bringing Jess Fuller from the hot yoga spot. And she is a bad boss bitch. Let me tell you, she owns multiple locations. She's got bear. I'm so excited to bring her on next week. Our first episode on Monday is, it's called Power to the People. And it's just all about the rebrand in our experience. It's um, myself and my my GM, Nicole. She's, I just called her Nicole. She really is called Relly. I was like, who's Ray? Nicole? <laughs> who's Nicole? Who's Nicole? Who's Nicole? So, Relly. Yeah, it's, and then we're going to, once a week, we're going to be, you know, launching another topic from, again, so some from the workouts, from bringing, bringing, interviewing some members, interviewing small business owners, everything that we, that I believe in, what my mission is, is to really impact more people and to, and, and to network and to connect. I love connecting with more people. And, you know, to eventually, you know, when we see for locations with the gym, we would love to expand, but right now we're focused on just the, right now the, the stages of this transition and, you know, regaining that culture with our community right now. Mm. You know, when I think about you and everything that you've created, I mean, literally, I remember when you started to hit it with Brit in the backyard and then you moved there to a bigger space because you had so many people. You were at the gymnastics studios the first time yeah. we did a workout together. And I remember how much fun that was. And I, and there was just a moment I remember being in the room and just looking around at how many people were there and you were just so in your zone. And mm -hmm. I've watched you grow this brand, hit it with Brit from day one. And one thing that has always, always, always been a core value of yours is community. Even when mm -hmm. people were putting knives in your back, even when people like tried to take you down in the community, community members that just <laughs> didn't see the value of collaboration. Like it's always been so amazing to watch you rise above and lead with love and lead with compassion and continue to focus in your lane. And, and even though, like, I feel like some people would feel jaded by that experience of having members of the community, not want to see you succeed and threatened by your success and people that were once mentors of yours be threatened by your your success and want to see you fail, but you continually march forward and you continually lead with love and you continually focus on collaboration over competition. And I've never mm. really experienced another business owner who's so focused on bringing the community together. So I know that not only will this podcast be such a valuable resource for the people in your community, in your community, like locally, but also it's going to really serve as an example of how other businesses and um, just people in general can really come together and what it really does look like to mm -hmm. truly support someone from a place of alignment and integrity, not jealousy and hate. And I think that especially for women to see that is such a powerful example yeah. of what it really means to be a powerful woman, right? A powerful mm -hmm. woman doesn't need to bash other people. She doesn't mm -hmm. need to take to social media and mm -hmm. gossip and be negative. Like a powerful woman is like, you can still yeah. sit at my table, even though you've stabbed me in the back, you know? It's, it's and it's about being, not being reactive. 
there's been so many times where, you know, I've been wanting to say something, but staying in my lane has been <laughs> staying. And it's funny because one of my team was like, well, girl, she's swerving your, in your lane though. And I said, yeah, she is swerving in my lane. And you know what? She'll, she'll be swerving back out and I'll be keep going forward. I'm, and I'm not moving. I'm not moving. And that has been definitely such a, uh, such a lesson in the past couple of years. It's really hard to, you know, I've lost friendships, friendships. Like that was one of the hardest things to grasp this year and uh, rebuilding this business and rebranding. Honestly, thank you, Melissa. I really am just so appreciative. I want to cry because this has been, I've been able to, I've sacrificed so much and no one knows the back end. And, you know, sometimes I'm sure you, you, you can understand and, and feel that like you want to explain yourself. You want to tell them, you don't understand this. You don't, you, you, I'm not, I will never do that. Right. And it's just a matter of leaning on the people who are loyal to you and, and know what my priorities are really. And that is to stay focused and that has goes back to when I was an athlete. Really, really. I mean, there was girls on our teams who hated me because I was good, yeah. but I worked at it. Yes. You know, I, I was that girl who got, you know, I didn't get the MVP at every single sport. I got the sportsmanship award or the yes. defense award. <laughs> you know, I, I'll take that. I embrace that right now. I remember being frustrated when I was a kid, when I worked my ass off, why did I get the most valuable player? No, I do at the sportsmanship award because you would pick people up off the ground and you would talk them up and motivate them. That's why I love training. You know, it, it's, I will never sit, I will never leave the training, but I have to, you know, step back a little bit, which is hard. Mm-hmm. And, but that's part of the rebranding. I, I know if I want in order to grow, I have to step back and not work in the business. I have to work on the business a little bit more. So yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot, but I love it. I just said today when I was training, I just said, Yep. I got the best job ever. Sorry guys. Love you. You know, you know, it is. I loved training. I have so much fun. Yeah. And it shows cause your light just shines so bright. So it's international women's day Yes. and you're a mama to three amazing, beautiful, bright baby girls. Mm. So okay. what is your, what is your, as you sit in this right now and you think about, you know, their, their light and their future, what is your wish for your three baby girls and women across the world? Uh, I just want them to be them. I just said it in the car the other day when we're blasting Lady Gaga. It, 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 I just said it to Bria and we were just saying, you, you, if you're, if you feel that you're different, that's okay. You be different. Like don't ever be someone you're not be authentic. And she doesn't know what that word means. You know, I just want them to feel comfortable in their skin, you know, and, you know, we're dealing with, hair issues and skin issues and just be able to talk about it. I want them to be able to communicate and be open and be, and feel comfortable talking to me because if they're going to be able to, that's the relationship I had with my mom. I told her everything. I told her the first day I drank, you know, I'd come <laughs> home when I was like a sophomore. I'm like, I went to a party. I drank mom. You know, I want that relationship. Yeah. And I just want them to be kind and just, you know, it's more important to me about their life skills right now than their academic skills, to be honest with you. Yes, it's going to come, but everything that happened with the pandemic this year, it really just opened up my perspective on parenting. And I've seen the mental health issue issues out there. I just want my babies to feel just confident. And that's why I, I, I cry when I see my kids performing, whether it be on the field, on the court and expressing themselves because every person is, I say it to Bria and I say it to Jada, 
and Skylie, I mean, she's almost two, you know, I just want them to honest, obviously everyone wants to be happy, but to have that confidence and security with themselves. And I had that growing up. I've always been confident. And even despite all my struggles, I still had confidence that I knew I would overcome it. So that confidence piece comes from a lot of words of affirmation, learning my children's love language. Mm. You know, I know. And that's something that's really big to me is, you know, learning the love language and how they and how they respond to certain situations and how we're going to react. So, you know, it's, it, what is it? You know, life is all about, you know, what is it? 80 percent of. It is 80% of how we, um, what happens to us and 20% of how we react. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's the, I want to keep, I just said this to Joe, we have to keep putting into our children, especially our girls, of, uh, especially our, our girls, you know, everything that's happening now with social media, it's changing a lot. Thank it's God scary. we did not have social media when we were <laughs> No. Oh, girl, girl, if I had social media when I was in college, I probably would have been kicked off the softball team. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So I love I you just, so much, Britt. Thank you for just, just being such a light in this world and being such a champion of women in all areas of life. Like you truly walk your talk and that's rare in this day and age. And I'm just blessed and grateful for our friendship. I love seeing everything that you're doing. And I know, although we don't always get to talk as much as I would like, you know, when we do, oh. it's, it's magic. So I will be making my way plane trip to Atlanta. Soon. Yes, definitely. And we'll, we'll be scheduling when you're coming on my podcast. I would love so. that. I'm a, okay. Yes. So for people that want to get into like your vortex and find you, follow you all the things, where can they, where can they go to do that? Uh, well, my Instagram, I more, more my Instagram than anything. I don't use TikTok. I probably just go on my kids' TikTok to, <laughs> to stalk some things. <laughs> it's Brittany.Burnham. And you know, our um, website, power518.com. So you can see more information on the gym and more that we have to offer. So those are two, two of the sites right there. Come mm. right at it. Stop on in. If you're, if you're local and you're listening, I would love, 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 love to see new faces because we have been cultivating a badass, beautiful culture here. Mm. I can speak from experience because I've been in your gym several times. So if you're in the Albany Capital District, upstate New York area, make sure you stop into Britt's location. It's freaking awesome. And the rebrand is amazing with all the lights. I've been watching you through social media. Yeah. So I love it. Congratulations. If you guys love this episode, please let us know, share it with somebody that, you know, would love to hear it. Give Britt a shout out, slide in her DMS, let her know, you know, what was the biggest takeaway. That's, that's just the best way that we can re repay our guests, you know, for being on the show. So, okay. Last question. I'd love that. Thank last you question. so much. Okay. What are you celebrating right now? Ooh. I'm celebrating being a woman, to be honest with you, that has been my, that has been my theme every single day since March started, since March 1st. I love it. Yeah. Well, let's yeah. celebrate that together. I love you so much, sister. Thank you. Thank I you. I love you Thank too. Thank you. And until the next episode, guys, live your boldly courageous life. Thank you so much for living your boldly courageous life with me today. I am beyond grateful for you and this amazing community we are building together. It's truly my mission to get this message out into the world and empower others to step fully into the life they've always dreamed of. I would be so incredibly grateful if you would join me in this mission by sharing this episode with your friends and heading over to iTunes to leave me a five-star review. And until the next episode, remember to live your boldly courageous life.